Hey guys, it's River. Um, I'm back again with my podcast. And today I'm introducing a special guest. My best friend, my brother, my fucking producer, Jamel. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> yeah, so he's a very talented artist. He's going to be making the music for this podcast. And just, he's a blessing. And you guys are going to love him. So we're going to, you know, ask a little bit about him. So... Tell us something about you, Jamel. Yeah, so uh, I'm Jamel. I go by, you call me Joe because it's just easier. I'm probably not going to talk much most of these episodes, but um, <coughs> only when I'm needed. But I do have a topic for today, <coughs> which is uh, conjuring emotions with art mm-hmm. and um, using art to kind of be like a vessel for your emotions. Yeah. You know, and like to, to I'm, I'm a musician, I'm a producer. Um, I started playing trumpet in third grade. That was my first, like, my family loves music, but that was my first taste of actually being in music, you know. Um, I mean, yeah, and I took piano lessons when I was younger, but being in a band with the whole thing, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. There's all of this. And, um, but the main thing with, my main problem with the band was there was no individuality. There was no, I wanted to stand out. I would play loud. I would constantly play so loud. I would blare my trumpet. And my band teacher would yell at me and be like, stop blaring. <laughs> you like, really wanted to be the center of attention. Literally, yeah. He like, is a, a Leo. <laughs> it explains a lot. <laughs> literally, but um, yeah, I've come into I've come I've come into the fact that I am eccentric. I am a bit strange, yeah. but that to, to to blend that with like narcissism is dangerous. Yeah. To, to to let it consume me and be like, oh, I, I I'm different, so I'm better. That's not. Yeah. I'm just different. I just am. <laughs> to talk a little bit about his music, he has a very like. A lot of our friends, I would say, are musicians, but he definitely sticks out from a lot of our friends because I say I like to call his music the trippy music that you want to listen to in your office shit. Um, it's just it's fucking intended. intense. It's, yeah. it's intended because well, I did a lot of psychedelics and <laughs> um, it's intended to kind of mirror my mind and, and like and I, I conjure emotions with it. So like the, the psychedelic experiences that I had, yeah. I... I put into my music I put into a song so how do you feel when you make music fucking more alive than any other point like I'm laughing oh I'm like I'm like shaking I'm like I got this idea I will say that he is one of the most dedicated people I know to music like this man like lives and breathes his music and I feel like there's a lot of people out there that like with art it just like is so helpful for them when it comes to situations and in their emotions and it's just such a healthy outlet. And when it's, your, when it's your passion, it's just, like I said, you live and breathe it. Like, people really live and breathe it. And it's so healthy and just beautiful. No cap. <laughs> Thank you. I try really, really hard to put... Because, I mean, when I was... I, live, I went to Africa for a year. Um, and I went against... Kind of against my will. It was a seven-day thing. I thought it was a round trip. And then on the seventh day, my dad was like, Psych, you're staying. And I was like, ah! So I, I made music. That's all I could do. It's <laughs> literally all you could do. I remember you sending like sometimes he couldn't get in contact with us for like months at a time. But when he was able to, we would get all these songs that he had fucking wrote, and it was crazy. <laughs> and like I said, you have grown so much as an artist too. Like I've known Jamel since we were fourteen years old, and yeah. since I've known him, he's been making music. And now, yeah. I mean, I'm about to be twenty. You're nineteen. We're grown now, and like. Your growth and just like is amazing, and knowing that you're gonna grow so much more is amazing. Thank you, thank you. And I attribute most of it to, to music. Yeah, because yeah. 
I mean, it's helped me. Uh, songs have helped me. I, I mean, that's what I go to when I'm sad. Yeah. If I'm sad and I'm fucked up, I don't want to talk to anyone. I'm just gonna listen to fucking Mountaineering yeah. <laughs> or some Dandelion Hands or uh, the people that got that reference. Shout out. Um, because, because yeah, the, the artists like tell stories and yeah. and bring you to worlds that make your make this world a little bit better. You know, right. and and. All of those worlds are real, just as real as this world. Um, and you have to treat, I treat them as such, you know, I, I, I truly do. Um, especially when I'm making them, I'm super particular. I don't put out stuff too often. Although I, considering um, how much music I make is weird. Yeah. <laughs> this man be cooking up music every day. I literally have like five hours of just, <laughs> just songs. Well, really it's, like, it's like two, two hours and 30 minutes, but still. <laughs> hey. I, so I'm not an artist, like, musician, but I write my poetry, and I can relate to a lot of artists in that way, like, especially if, you know, with my lyrics, not lyrics, but my my poems, I feel like they I'm able lyrics. to, yeah, they are lyrics, and I feel like I'm able to just, like, get out a lot of my emotions, and it's, like, a therapy for myself in a way, but also it's just, and I feel like, like, poetry and music, it ties into, like, you can impact other people with it, and they can feel what you're feeling, and it can yeah. just be... It, your experience, it can uh, be resonating with somebody else, what they're going through. So that's exactly. also what's beautiful it about it. Get through it. You know, yeah. so many of these artists have helped me get through the shit I've been through. And I'm like, if I could do that for other people. Right. Well, holy shit. You know, right. and, and I, I recently stopped charging for um, collabs, mixing or mastering. I stopped charging for everything. Because, like, a, a big thing I believe in is, like, helping literally everyone. Yeah. And, um... I, I, and oneness, I, I listen to a lot of Rob Dots and I'm like trying to be, just be. And because we're all the same. Yeah. We all are just living different lives. Um, and I wouldn't want to be put behind a paywall right. to work with an artist I like. You know, I wouldn't want to have to, be, oh, fuck, I really love you, man. But $150 right. for a make, man, it's just, you know, and I, 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 when I was originally charging, I was like, I'm not even a big artist. Why am I? What am right. I doing? <laughs> like, you know, with the few people that do work with me, they're Why am I putting them through hell to work with me? I should just, I should just remove, I can remove, I have the power. Right. There are no rules. There are no rules. That's, I think if, if you take, if I am like going to preach any lesson on this body, it's, there are no rules yeah. at all. The, Literally do your up. life the way you want. And it's all made up. Every single bit of it is made up. It's <laughs> right. not real. It's literally whatever you want it to be. Literally. Like, literally. like if the, the, getting caught up, it's it's a video game. View it from uh, an RPG perspective. Don't be caught in the first person shit because, man, right. it can get rough. Right. It can get rough and it'll grab your balls and shake them a little bit and you'll go, ah, I don't like my balls being shook. Right. It I mean, just... does anybody? <laughs> That's the question. I have but a balls question. are gonna be shook. The wind is gonna keep blowing and shake your balls. No matter what. No matter what. You can't do anything about it. Just fucking get over it. <laughs> I have a question for you though. Mm. Um, let's say you weren't a musician, right? What do you think your other outlet would be? Stand up comedy. Stand up comedy. I could totally see it that. It would be stand up comedy. And I want I I still if I could I would, but yeah. I I can I know that I'm a fan of comedy and I'm not uh, uh, a comedian. But. He is a comedian, guys. Like, don't listen to him. He's funny as hell. Like, this man be cracking <laughs> jokes left to right. Oh, I could do it on stage. I could not do it on stage in front of an audience. Yeah, not, not for sure. And, and 
Maybe in this lifetime. We're going to have an episode of uh, <laughs> Jamel being the comedian. Maybe maybe uh, in this lifetime. Probably not. I think that's a different lifetime. Yeah. Um, maybe my my past one. It would make sense if it was my past one, but like my most recent one. But yeah, music. I, I, I am a huge fan of comedy, but music is, is the only way that uh, I, can, I can get that release, that buzz. So what piece have you wrote or um, mixed that has been the most impactful for your emotional? Uh, every, um, well, I, I go through like phases with that. I, I have so many. See, because like I make a song and then it's the best song I've ever made. And then two months later, I make a song, and it's the best song I've ever made. That's how it should be, though. You know, yeah, and exactly. That, that I think that's healthy growth. But that that within that period, that song that's the best song I ever made will be like my the most emotional song. I'll be like, I've never tapped into my emotions this way, and and that keeps happening. So I can't say in in particular, but on the, on the a little a little plug for the future stuff a lot of my future stuff has has multiple releases like that i've, I've lined them up now because i'm like i used to just want to put them out instantly but now i like to like have it what if it was a whole album of pieces like that yeah. you know rather than just one and the, the whole album. literally literally exactly so yeah so, when i write my poetry i it's something i'm trying to get better with like i kind of have fallen out of it a little bit like went to a little writer's block but I'm trying, I used to always write, like, when I was upset and, like, my feelings and stuff. And I'm trying to broaden it and be able to write about all my feelings, like, when I'm happy, when I'm sad, everything, you know. So with your music, do you tend to, like, write more or, like, mix more about one area, like, one emotion? Mm. Or is it, do you capture, like, almost everything? I think I capture almost everything. Um, and... It's mainly, I think I'm more attuned to going to it when I'm sad because I've kind of made that like a sort of like coping mechanism. Um, but um, I, I, I really do. Yeah, I, I see like. When I'm happy, I'm making music, you know, if so, if I'm sad and I'm making a song, um, it'll make me happy and then the song might turn it might be a sad song but it like has a happy drum beat to it which is really weird for like some of my songs are really bittersweet in, in that sense let's pause for a second sorry we had a i i forgot to send money for for substances so, substances. <laughs> so. i did have a question though yeah um like i was saying i'm kind of going through a writer's block and you've been someone who's been able to really produce music very like Always. Like, have you ever experienced a writer's block and, like, how have you ever gone through Fucking it? constantly. Literally, like, like, so often. It's too often. <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> but um, I started this thing in January called, um, la the last January, this January, called Janu Jamuary, J-A-M-U-A-R-Y. And um, it's this challenge where you make a song every single day of January. And that really got me into the rhythm of just doing it. You know, even if I can't, just yeah. doing it. Um, and I think, yeah, I think a regimen like that for, for starters, because now when I, I still have writer's block, you know, it still comes, but I'm still making stuff when I have writer's block. You know, it just doesn't resonate as well. But here's the thing with that, the fact that I'm making stuff, I can come back to it when it's right. gone. And then it's like, oh, I have a start. I have a great start. Now I can just do this and this and this. And oh, it's so cool. 
That's beautiful because I literally did, made the choice today to start writing every day. Yeah. I literally made that choice today to start writing every day to get back into the, like my writing. And you literally like I don't do it every day now, but I do it like every other day. It's yeah. still it's once you get that a habit of it, it'll stay for yeah. a pretty. It's like riding a bike. It'll it'll you know, and and you breaks are good too. Like I do take breaks. You do need breaks because. My break has been a little too long. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you have to you have to be aware of it. You have to know when like, oh, I'm not I'm just not producing, you know, and you know, blah, blah, blah. So I wanna talk about, you know, so this has to do with like emotions and stuff. So mm-hmm. I wanna get a little bit into that. Like these are things that we do that help us with our emotions, but there's so many other ways and everybody's different and everybody has their own outlet right. and their own way. And it doesn't even have to be something that they need to share with others. It can just be like these are just like I could say, like, some of our passions, but also, like, their ways to just help us process things. And I think it's just very important that everybody, like, has something that they know they yeah. can go to. Yeah, exactly. Something that's not harmful, you know? Um, I mean, I have many I have many things. That's the thing, too. You don't need one thing. Yeah. I, I, listen, I watch movies. I watch comedy. I listen to music. I, I have a lot of backup plans for when my brain goes to sad boy mode. You know, um, like especially for long term sad boy too. I, I just I'm like, oh, I'll rewatch this 50 episode series that I haven't seen in a while. And like, oh, it has good thing. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah. And then it's nostalgia and it's distraction of, of a sort, you know. And um, there are the meaningless distractions like video games and, and, and comedy and stuff like that. And then there's the ones that actually like like music where it's yeah. like this is productive, productive distraction. I think um, it's good to have like a balance to like sometimes yeah. you do need that like just to get distracted from yeah. what you're going through but it's also just it's important to make sure that you're working on those productive things too yeah, exactly like i play magic the gathering i have an unhealthy habit of magic the gathering <laughs> when i came here today he was he was, was all up in that game he was in a match and he's a fucking guy but <laughs> he he might have won i won he, he, the dude had a blue white deck it was really fucking good it was scary but um yeah i but th- that's one of those things i play like a thousand hours of magic now and um I have to balance. Am, am I spending twenty dollars a month on a, on a new ma- uh, thing of gems for magic, or on a new music plugin? Yeah. You know, you can't make the choice, guys. <laughs> well, no, it's it's like, but like, <laughs> I I don't do that. But but it, it, that choice is there. You know, yeah. it's always there. And and to be aware of it and to be like, hey, this is a thing that's not the thing that's right. you know my thing, but it's a thing I like. And like I like the other day, I put um, ten dollars for a fucking thing of pa- like a, a, a tournament that they had. Um, but I'm not gonna like, be, you can't you can't be beating yourself up for really anything you do, because yeah. that'll just cause you. Then you'll get addicted to beating yourself up, and then you're like, that's self talk positively, yeah. please. Yeah, because it just be like, oh, I, observe yourself doing it and laugh at it. Yeah. Don't allow it to, because you do things. You're gonna do things. Right. That's gonna. You can't. You have to remember to be compassionate towards yourself, just like you yeah, are to others. Because exactly. I feel like we are way too hard on ourselves, and that's where a lot of issues come up. And we could just be nicer to ourselves it's in general. Of times I have been like, oh, I did this and I'm awful. And I talked to someone about it. They're yeah. like, dude, you're fine. Right. You're like complete. I didn't even notice you did. You dropped right. the spoon when you walked into the room. But, right. but I was having an emotional breakdown. I was crying in my room. The spoon is going to, he's going to hate me because I dropped the spoon. You don't, you can't. Motherfuckers don't care. Yeah. Yeah. You can't think into, you can't look into it, into every single thing that much. Nothing is happening. Nothing is happening at all, ever. <laughs> I like to think about life as, like, it's whatever we want. And, you know, of course, we're going to make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. But, like, don't trip about them. Move on. Do better. 
and that's imagine, all you can do. Imagine one of the my favorite things that's ever been said to me. It wasn't even directly to me, but um, imagine where you are is perfect. Everything, every f- shitty thing in your life, every single aspect of your life is perfect, and then go from there. Right, because you can make that shit happen. Well, like if it's perfect, then what do you need? You don't need nothing. Anything. You're not gonna grow. You just. There. Like, like, yeah, no, because that's what we are. We're just here, you know? We don't need anything. And you want things. I want a lot of things. You want a lot. It's desire. It's yeah. desire. Desire is the universe. Desire is the creator. Desire is the destroyer. Desirelessness is moksha. And I think that's also, like, why that whole thing is, like, you can do whatever with your life comes yeah. from. Because it's just your desires. Like, I have a lot of talked to a lot of people about school, like mm. college. You know, me and Joe... You know, we believe it. You go to college if you want to go to college, yeah. but we we ain't gonna force nobody. We don't push no. that shit because it's not for everybody. And I hate that society like pushes it like, wow, wow. I dropped out of college and now I'm in beauty school, but I'm seen as gonna be um, unsuccessful. Yeah. And like. Well, now I think it's changing. I think it's changing it in our in our climate, but um. It's yeah. slowly changing though. Yeah, but like, especially like, I mean, if you were in like the 1990s and you went and you were a high schooler and you graduated like 1990, you're fucked. You're, yeah. You have to go to college. You're right. a, bum <laughs> basically it's really crazy the way they, that's the way they, and they, they yeah the amount of people and i was telling like oh, what college are you going to harold washington they're like oh yeah i don't know why people give a fuck about like what college you go to because at the end of the day like especially going to community college it saves you so much money yeah i got i was getting paid to go to harold washington <laughs> i would go if <laughs> i was getting paid the shit of chicago because of this fucking grant i got like it's you it's so it's all fake it's all fake whatever the- college is a scam i'm not gonna lie Oh, yeah, and it, yeah. There's a. It depends on what you go for. Yeah. Um, if you're going in and you don't know what you're doing, don't wait. do it. Just wait. Just wait, wait until you know because you're gonna waste money yeah. and time. But like, it's just better it's to know what. Your money. It's your. They're gonna. Even if your parents don't agree with it, they're gonna appreciate the thought that you're putting this into how, your own yeah. existence. This is how I like to think about it. Like when people tell me like their parents are like helping them or they're not gonna approve of it. Yeah. What your parents? Fuck them. <laughs> exactly, fuck them, and then they're gonna see you in like ten years, and you're gonna be where you're supposed to be, and then it's gonna make sense. They don't have to understand right now. Like I'm not saying like like okay, a perfect example is my girlfriend. Um, her parents are are Chinese, um, and they they wanted they it was the same exact thing that everyone said they they were gonna hate me blah blah blah. And my girlfriend was so afraid to, to, to tell them we, uh, that she wants to drop out because, yeah, it was the whole, oh, they're going to hate me, they're going to this and that. And then she told her, she told her parents that the, her, she made a plan. She's like, I want to do this school. I want to do, uh, she, she's a pastry chef. She's like, I want to go to pastry school. I want to do this and this, start a business. I have this plan set out. Told her parents. And they were fucking traditional Chinese. They were like, okay. And she was, yeah. like, completely blown away. I feel like some people really surprise you sometimes. Like, yeah. I feel like that's just how you know things are aligned in the right way. Then <laughs> that's what she's supposed to be doing. Cause Literally. like that resonated with me really nicely, actually. Good for her. Cause yeah. some parents are not like as like that, but like I really believe sometimes when the door is supposed to be opened in that way, that mm. it will be opened. And like I have, I have friends, uh, I have friends with parents who probably would never allow them. They, they that are abusive to them and stuff. And if you're in that situation, obviously it's different. But for most people. Yeah. With uh, with parents that you can tell they you know they birth you, <laughs> they have a semblance of care. They're not really being abusive, and they but they just they they have these strict things that they put on you. They want this, they expect this. You, you can't be. They're people. They are. And I feel like even I forget that sometimes. Yeah. Like my mom, I was literally seeing with her today, and we were like talking. We were making these like 
lists. Like, we're being kind of gay. We're like making lists of things that make us happy and qualities <laughs> that we want. And I was just talking to her, like, conversations. And I was like, my mom's just a fucking person. And, like, Literally. like we she hella cool. No cat. Yeah, we tend to forget that. Yeah. Tend to forget it's because they have so many, like, I just feel like what one thing, like, parents, mm. they have, like, these roles. There's, like, a role placed like, on them. There's a mystical quality about yeah. them. Because when you're a kid, they're the only people yeah. you know. They're the first people you ever knew. Ever. Right. And, and I feel people, like we have these expectations that they're not going to fuck up. Yeah, they're the people you know the most. And if you look back at your child, they made a lot of fucking mistakes. So many mistakes, bro. <laughs> so so if you look at all of that and then you see the tiny mistake they made now that pissed you off, yeah. it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Everything makes a lot more sense if you just take a step back. If you look, view everything as, to view everything as perfect, it's easier to do it if you just step back from all of it for a second. Just really take a couple step backs and look at this beautiful painting that is existence. I mean, all of it. All of it. The best advice I can give is... Look at your life right now and where you want to be. Like, what do you want to do truly? And who do you truly want to be like? And just start doing things from now. Like, they don't have to be big things just to try to get there. And here's here's another, here's here's a really useful piece of advice. You are that person. You are. That, there, there is no time. There's no past. There's no present. There's no future. Whoever you want to be, you are right now. And whoever you were, you are right now. They oh, all yeah. exist. And you can't deny who you were, but at the same time, you like you you you. It's not. It, it's all fluid. It's yeah. all fluid. It, you know, your future you is is doing fucking great. I can tell you that. Honestly, right like, just focus on yourself sometimes, and just getting where you know in a good place. And don't forget, like like just how Jamel said, like your future self is good, and time doesn't fucking exist, so they live in right now. Dude. Think about all versions of your past self and think about how stupid they are and how so dumb. Stupid. Laugh at them. Laugh at like, laugh, be like, ha ha, you ha ha. Because it's right. not you. It is you, but it's not you right now. I mean, it, like, it feels it, so it, weird it, like that, though. Yeah, that's the thing with this, with the, whenever you get into really spiritual talks, it, it always gets, everything gets really paradoxical because everything is paradoxical. There's, there's it's, everything's too complicated. There's too many yeah. little, little nuts and bolts. So you, when I say these, like, it's all now, it all, there's, there's, it, our perception of it is linear. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that's how it's happening. It's not linear. Yeah, exactly. And, like, so we perceive that, oh, that version of me that made that mistake, you, you beat yourself up and you say, like, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? That's just who you were at that time. Exactly. making. That's, that's what you knew or what you thought was right at that time. Think about all of what you, you didn't, you wouldn't have learned how to not make the yeah. mistake had you have not made the mistake. Exactly. You know? And that's why I feel like that's something that resonates with me. Like, I think I talked about that in my last podcast. Like, just, I was really hard on my old self. Like, looking back, I'm like, why the fuck did I do this shit? Why? Blah, 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 blah. But then you just realize, you know, that's where I was mentally. That's where I was spiritually back then. And now because I'm just, I've grown. And then the same thing's going to happen in a couple years when I look back to now, you know? Literally. And it keeps happening. It keeps, like, I look back at myself three months ago and I'm like, shit. Exactly. (laughs) You know? And that's beautiful, though, because it's, I think it's just nice to look back and, like I said, be kind to yourself. Like, don't, you can't, like you said, you can laugh at yourself, but don't be, like, hard on yourself like that shit. Just grow from it. I say laugh at yourself or really laugh at anything. I'm I'm never meaning I'm, like, a a menacing and, like, a He's just a funny dude. Because I, 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 yeah, laughter is the best yeah. medicine, honestly, for me especially. I, I, I really, I try and, I mean, you can laugh at, li- everything is so funny. Yeah. Everything is so fun and absurd. 
Like, look at it. Look for him. Everything's a joke, and it's funny. It is funny. It's it it is it is wild. Like if you think of existence, if you think of the like, it doesn't make sense in my head. My brain can't comprehend like everything that's going on. I'm like, bro, I think I live like all these fucking lives, and I don't remember. You know, I don't know what the fuck going on in this world. I'm a super analytical person, so yeah. I'm, I look. I just like to look at the little details and see, like, I, I, I used to, I was a kid that asked why. Why, 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 and try to figure out, try to get behind everything. And I, there, I, that's why I really went into psychedelics. And that's why I was like, holy shit, there's so much. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time when I know, when I knew Joe, where he just, every day, pop a tab, pop a tab, pop a tab. Those, those were the days. Maybe. Have a two. Have a three. <laughs> he went crazy. Uh, literally. But yeah, I think it showed me um uh oh, there the, you can't comprehend it. No. There's like you can't it, it, this is all perfect and I could never explain to you why. I could never. Right. It's oh, our body our we're, this karmic cycle is to learn the explanation, I think. I think the living and dying, we're becoming gods. We are yeah. gods, but we're we're becoming more authentic and, and I don't know. I think it's just like reaching it. Mm. It's like, like so how I see my, my life right now, like I said, it might change, but this is how I see it right now, is I'm just learning self-love in this lifetime for myself. And that will help me in my next lifetime to mm. just get and get closer, like, I'm sure, like this, not this might be different for other people, but for me, I don't think I'm gonna ever find the meaning of shit in mm. this, at least not in this lifetime. This lifetime is for my own self shit. You know what's crazy about the meaning of life? Um, any little problem you have, if you, the answers are in nature. Yeah. I've noticed a lot. Um, nature holds a lot of keys. Yeah, and but the, if, and they're blatantly obvious, but nature holds no meaning. Nature holds no, there's no big sign saying yeah. this is how you, nature just is. And that's the meaning, it's to be. It's just to be. It's, this is the meaning of life. Yeah. Talking, breathing, any little thing you do, right. shitting. I guess I'm still on that, like, I've just recently, like, moved away from Christianity. So mm. I'm still in that, like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to, like, there needs to be something. Well, like, here's the, thing with, here's the thing with Christianity. One thing, I don't know enough about this to to fully elaborate, but I can give a brief synopsis. Um, There are different levels of, like, the astral plane. If you pray to yeah. a god, you'll go to a god. God and, and Satan, all those things exist. Yeah. But that's, like, the first floor. That's the pantheon bar. That's the first floor to enlightenment. There's so, there's so much, much more beyond it. Like that's why I feel like I am. There's like so I just realized that there's other things, yeah. and I'm like, I'm here, and I'm like, you know, I don't know what the fuck is there, and I'm focusing. Like I said, I'm focused on me right now and making sure I'm, I'm growing to be where I want to be. But I do want to like explore more of that. I just don't know when the time will be for me. Mm, I would recommend the the Holy Mountain. It's a good movie that that Say shows what? shows all of those all of those. Stages. What's it called? The Holy Mountain. Holy Mountain. Um. Yeah, let me look up the directors now. Do you have anything else? I want to say one more thing, guys. And that is, you know, what I hope you get from this conversation is, you know, us, I like to write poems, and he's an artist. And those are our outlets. Um, it's just important to uh, prioritize the things that are going to help you grow in life and things that help make you feel good. And I just hope you guys have a good week. And say goodbye to my my brother, Joe. Bye, guys. Yeah, the movie is The Holy Mountain by Alejandro Jorowski. Um, you can buy it on Amazon. It's fucking stellar. But guys, have an amazing week. I'm sending everybody good energy. 
And thank you for listening. If you did, I'm out. Thank <laughs> you.